plethora, yeah, plethora, a plethora of tips from me every single day for a couple of years on Get A Better Broadcast Podcast and Voice Over Voice. Uh, thanks so much indeed for listening. I'm Peter Stewart, Tweeter Stewart on Twitter, T-W-E-T-E-R-S-T-E-W-A-R-T. Tell you a bit more about me tomorrow, if you've only just joined the show. Today we're talking about dubbing skills. Uh, we kind of started off a, on it yesterday, and uh, tomorrow we're going to be talking about lip-syncing, phrase-syncing, non-syncing, bilingual and narration dubbing. I know! Who knew there was so much in it to do with dubbing skills? That's what I'm here for, to uh, help you through the maze of voiceover skills so you get more proficient, more competent and professional with your voice for broadcast and podcast and voiceovers. Yeah, full dubbing is what we're talking about today. So, or sometimes it's called revoicing, uh, and and this is when a whole new audio version of the dialogue is created. For example, re-recording all of the characters in a Canadian English-speaking film for maybe the Spanish market. Yeah, for example, again, the new words have to sync with the mouth movements of the on-screen actor. It may also be not just actors, but presenters or interviewees or guests. In both cases, you're not so much a voiceover as a voice actor. Yeah, you're acting out the part with your voice. Now, this isn't a podcast about acting, but in short, you'll need to master the script, understand your role, the character's motivation in each scene, and the overall story arc. I've got a quote from The Hollywood Reporter. I'll link to it in the show notes that says... Netflix research has shown that dubbed versions of hit shows are more popular than their subtitled equivalents. Netflix's investment in dubbing has been growing on average between 25% and 35% for the past few years, and the consumption of dubbed content on the platform is scaling even faster, up on average more than 120% annually, according to company sources. So, you can see how people much prefer to watch a dubbed movie than a subtitled movie. Maybe one of the reasons they might want to watch a subtitled movie is if they're actually learning the accent. But actually it's quite difficult, isn't it, to to watch a film and read the subtitles at the same time. If you're learning an accent, if you're learning uh, a, a new language, it's easier to learn it if you are kind of more immersed in that particular way. But otherwise, people tend to like the dubbed versions of movies. So over the next few episodes, I'm going to be looking at some of the different attributes necessary for some of those different voiceover situations. Although, remember, that much of the background information on these different styles that I'm going to be talking about over the the next couple of days would have been covered before in previous podcasts under different headings. It's all to do with intonation and pace and, and, and pausing and tone and vitality and energy. All of these different things I've spoken about quite a lot, haven't I, over the last several years. I'm Peter Stewart. So tomorrow... Lip-sync dubbing, phrase-sync dubbing, non-sync dubbing, bilingual delay dubbing, and voiceover narration dubbing, as Get A Better Broadcast podcast and voiceover voice continues. From London, I'm Peter Stewart.